ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life, and thank you for tuning in and watching and and plugging into this anointing week after week. Uh, My name is uh, Marty Layton. I am uh, happily married to my wife, Tracy, for uh, 35 years now. And uh, we've been ordained with Christian International, Bishop Bill Hammond, for almost 40 years. And so uh, it's a privilege to come to you week after week and share the word of the Lord and, and have an awesome team here that helps us and uh, puts together these broadcasts every week. And uh, and so from Pastor Tracy and I and my team, we welcome you and uh, welcome to Speak Life. So glad that you're with us today. I want to pray. <clears throat> Lord, we just welcome you to this broadcast. And today we pray that you would breathe upon us and breathe your life into us, Father. Uh, we bless you together as your people, Father. And in our hearts, we stand united today, believing for miracles to break out all over the body of Christ. This is a day of revolutionary changes in the body of Christ. God, do great things now. Wash us in the precious blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord. That blood that speaks of greater things uh, than the blood of Abel. Cleanse each and every family, Father. Let the blood of Jesus wash away every hindrance to your presence and breathe upon us, Lord. Let your prophetic breath be released upon your people tonight. We just surrender to you, and we honor you, Father. And everything in our minds that is challenging your presence right now, you are able to answer, Father. Your promise is that you would restore our souls. That's what you said in Psalm 23, and I know this is the year of Psalm 23. Father, restore our soul. Fill us with your hope. Fill us with your faith. And Lord, take us to a higher place with an understanding and a perception of the kingdom of God. Father, yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory. Let your kingdom come. Father, yours is the glory forever and ever. Our Father who is in heaven, we bless your name. We honor your name, Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rohi, Jehovah Sidkenu, Jehovah Makadesh, El Shaddai, you're more than enough, El Elyon, the possessor of all heaven and earth, the God of the universe. Your name is to be glorified, your name is to be praised, O God. And we bless you, Lord, as we glorify your name in all the earth, and by lifting up your name, Every other spirit has to bow its knee. And let heaven be a witness today that we as a people stand here in faith tonight. Regardless of all the limitations of our flesh, the limitations of time and space, we choose to lift our voices in praise to you, to bless you. You're welcome in our hearts, you're welcome in our homes, and Father, you are welcome in our nation. Holy Spirit, move in our nation. We choose to magnify you and stand firm upon your promises. And as we worship and surrender to you, we thank you for honoring our hearts in faith now. Your word says that he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek after him. Now, Lord, speak through this broadcast today and bind every force of darkness that wants to steal our prayers and our praise to you. And we decree that every enemy is powerless to steal from us because, Almighty God, you are arising today. When God arises, his enemies are scattered. So let God arise and let every enemy be scattered now. And let God arise and let his presence destroy all of our enemies. Let them melt like wax before the presence of the Lord like wax before the fire. I call for America the beautiful, O God, to arise and to shine and to be set on fire for the kingdom of God and for Yeshua, Jesus Christ. I declare we stand with Israel 
And we pray for the peace and the prosperity of Israel and Jerusalem. And we pray that you would arise in this nation, America, O God, and speak with your beautiful voice. Restore unity, O God. Remove the corruption and the lies. Move in our government. Move in our nation, O God. We bless you, Lord. We bless your church. We bless the ecclesia, your mighty church of power, to arise and possess your promises and rule now in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for this night of power. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father, for all that you're about to do. If you agree with me tonight, just say amen and amen. So be it. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you sense the presence of the Lord now? He is forever with his people, never leaving us, never forsaking us. Never forget that. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. He's forever interceding for us, and he's forever blessing us. Amen? David said, who can count your thoughts towards us? They're so great, there's no way to count them all. But you are constantly thinking good things about us. Amen? Doesn't it feel good to feel good in the presence of God? Amen? I want to invite you out to our church services. This is very important. Our church service is Sunday at 4 p.m. right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, at 403 Walton Ferry Road. You're going to love this. You're going to love the worship and love the presence of the Lord in worship. Listen, God moves in such a mighty way in our church services. He moves in a mighty way in worship, and and you're going to love the presence of the Lord there. You're going to love the people of God there. Bring some folks with you that need to hear a word from the Lord. And listen, I prophesy over many people almost every single service. And so God shows up in a very big way. And uh, I want to invite you, that's this Sunday at 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Please come see us, and we look forward to worshiping with you there. Amen. Come on. I look forward to seeing you. Make sure if you do come... You come up and introduce yourself at least at the at the end of service so that I can take some time and visit with you. Amen. So we have a dynamite broadcast prepared for you tonight. I know you're going to love it. We'll get into the prophetic workshop in a little while, and I'll, I'll teach on, in a few minutes here. But I wanted to share, before we get into the workshop, I wanted to share some of the testimonies that we receive and uh, breakthroughs and blessings that have been occurring. And, and listen, movement is key to recognizing life. Movement. You know, somebody made a comment, are we shifting again? Let me tell you, movement is a key to recognizing life. God answers prayer and movement is key. Things keep shifting upward. Things keep growing. Where there uh, where where life is, things grow and things shift and things move upward and onward. And if things are not moving and changing and there's no progress, then I encourage you to re-examine your situation. It could be that you need some outside help or, or reinforcements. Maybe God is inducing change in your life and you're frustrated with things not moving forward at all. I want you to know we are here and we're ready to pray in agreement for you and for your miracle. Amen. God answers prayer. He surely does. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 18, if two of you agree uh, on earth as concerning anything, and anything you ask, it shall be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. It's Matthew chapter 18, I believe it's verse 19. And then in Matthew chapter 17, Jesus said, if you have faith, the size of a mustard seed, all you have to do is say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it'll move. Nothing is impossible for him who believes. So I believe God for the impossible. I've always been a radical believer. I've always been one who, who puts my faith out on the line. And in some, some ways, I learned a lot. Uh, growing up in the kingdom of God, growing up in church, and, and uh you know, being embarrassed by being overzealous and having a zeal without knowledge, but you grow and you learn. And let me just tell you, nothing is impossible for him who believes. And truly, if you believe with your heart, even with just the faith the size of a mustard seed, 
mountains will move for you. Amen? And so I believe God set it up for the body of Christ to come together and pray and believe together. Something happens when we agree together. There's a, there's a reason why God set it up that way. You know, on our website at lifepointchurch.cc, that's L-I-F-E-P-O-I-N-T-E, church, C-H-U-R-C-H, lifepointchurch.cc, which stands for Christian Church. Right on our website, there's a place where you can send in your prayer requests. And I get those prayer requests. And we will agree with you and pray for your miracle. And listen, God will do it. God will do it. He will do the impossible for you. I pray for our people. I pray every day for our people. Our congregation, both online and in person, I pray for you every day. I pray for your families. I pray for your safety. I pray covering over your lives, over your mind, uh, that God would cause you to lie down in green pasture by the still water, that he would restore your soul, that he would give you life and that more abundantly. I take your prayer requests before the Lord, and I pray over them with you. I pray in agreement with you. And the blood of Jesus covers you and washes over your life, and he brings fresh order and alignment so that, so that he can bring forth answers to your prayers. And God spoke to me at the beginning of the year, prior to the beginning of the year, uh, that he was breaking people out of old cycles and old habits and old ways and reestablishing us in new cycles of blessing. I want you to hear that loud and clear because this is the day to ask big. <clears throat> so I want to share a couple answers to prayers that some have received, and they sent in some of these things. And I, w- I want to encourage you, if God is answering your prayers, uh, send in what we agreed with you for. Send in how, how it came to pass. Amen? Uh, a, a gentleman named Mark wrote this. He said uh, he received a big financial breakthrough that was more than enough to cover a bill that suddenly came in out of nowhere. And uh, listen, when you are a giver and you give tithes and offerings, first of all, it's the only place in the Bible where God says, I want you to test me. I want you to prove me and see if I don't open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings so great that you can't contain it all. And then I'll rebuke the devourer for you. And so what happened here was a bill came out of nowhere uh, for this gentleman, Mark, and it was an overwhelming uh, big bill. And because he continues to bless, he continues to live generous. He gives his tithes and his offerings. Uh, God rebuked the devourer for him and provided for him. And that provision was already on its way before the, uh, before the question ever came in. So before the, the need ever arose, the provision was all, already en route. God was already rebuking the devourer before he knew there was a need. The provision was already on its way. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Another gentleman named Todd, he wrote and said, Prophet Marty spoke a prophetic word over me back in 2012. I sent in a prayer request recently, and this word fully came to pass in detail. My wife and I are greatly blessed because of it. Amen. Well, Todd, we rejoice with you. Mark, we rejoice with you. I just believe God's doing something great. And it's important that we recognize these things and, and we, we share testimony. <coughs> Excuse me, a doctor and his wife, the doctor asked to remain nameless, uh, watches us regularly and, and regularly gives financially to the ministry. Uh, they were struggling financially, and they were praying for a breakthrough, sent in a prayer request. <coughs> and after they gave online, <clears throat> after they gave one week online, as soon as they hit the send button, as I'm reading it, <clears throat> the phone rang, and it was another doctor who was looking for a new partner. And he extended an offer, and it looks like a perfect fit for them. Isn't that awesome? 
we wanted God's perfect. It's, he said we wanted God's perfect will for our lives, and we thank God for your ministry. Isn't that powerful? Just to hear uh, how they hit the send button, and once they hit the send button, the phone rang, and it was uh, uh, the provision that the, so the provision was already being prepared before they could even ask. Amen. It's awesome. Another. Uh, another viewer named Josh, he wrote this, I watch you every week and I hang on every word you speak. This is the first time I have shared and I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for sharing the word of God. Uh, Thank you for sharing the word of God. Yesterday I was feeling lost, trapped, hopeless, and sad and thinking, is there no way out for me? I cried out to God, and I was led to watch your broadcast. Your message brought me hope and understanding of why I have been feeling like this. God has been using all of this to get me to make a move. Thank you again for everything that you are doing and teaching. I'm learning more every time I watch. Hallelujah. Well, we just bless you in Jesus' name. Listen, God still answers prayer. And it's important that we recognize God wants us to unify. He wants us to come together and pray for each other. You pray for me, let me pray for you. Uh, I know you're praying for the broadcast. I know you're praying for the ministry. Let me pray and agree with you, too. God answers prayer. So go to our website, lifepointchurch.cc, L-I-F-E-P-O-I-N-T-E, Church. .cc, lifepointchurch.cc, and let us agree with you and pray for God's answer so that God can meet your needs too. I believe mountains will move when we agree together in prayer. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, welcome tonight. I want to just jump right into the prophetic workshop. I believe I've got a word for you today, <coughs> and I believe it's going to uh, encourage you right where you are. You, God's timing is the right timing. Amen. And and I'm, I want to talk very carefully about this because sometimes people can get tripped up when you talk about things like timing. Uh, God's timing, his prophetic timing. Uh, people have words and they wonder, when is this word going to come to pass? And let me just tell you the The word righteousness, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It means we have right standing with God. It also means we give God the right of way in our lives. And it also means we are in right timing, and God puts us in the right place at the right time to do the right things for all the right reasons in the right seasons. That's righteousness. Righteousness also means right timing. And we can get frustrated uh, when we have a word that has been simmering and and on low, simmering on the back burner for a long time, and we wonder, when is that word going to come to pass? And, you know, sometimes we can complicate things because of our own carnal reasoning. You know, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone or by natural things, natural provision, natural, the natural. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. Now, God knows us. He built us. He created us. And he put us together in such a way where he knows our desires. He knows our emotions. He knows how we fit together, how we function and uh, the decisions that we'll make and the progression that we'll walk in. I believe God is, is sovereign over our lives. And uh, so Je- when Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone or by natural things, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father, when we lack prophetic revelation, we will abound in reason. Let me say that again. When we lack prophetic revelation, we will abound in reason. We'll start reasoning things out in the natural. We'll start carnally reasoning things out. And when you, uh, uh, when you begin to reason, 
when you especially you look at carnal reasoning, you, you involve your carnal senses uh, to solve something in the natural that God has already provided a heavenly solution for. So God loves to, like a father, walk with us, teach us, talk to us. Uh, that's why it's important that we learn to live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. Uh, Isaiah wrote, come let us reason together. God wants us to reason together with him. Ultimately, God is looking to draw us closer to him. The prophetic should never be a substitute for a relationship with God. Too many people are chasing prophetic words, chasing a prophecy. And uh, there's nothing wrong with desiring God to to prophesy to you. That's great. But when that becomes the substitute for your relationship with God, that's when we have issues and that's when we have problems. Because suddenly you have somebody that stands between you and God. Now, as you well know, I was raised a, a Catholic when I was a young Italian boy. But God got a hold of me at 12 years old. And at 12 years old, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and, and my life changed <clears throat> from that point forward. And uh, it, it was just a radical transformation of my life. And, and so I don't say this to condemn uh, the Catholics. I, I, I love my Catholic brothers and sisters. And, and uh, let me just tell you, they love Jesus, and they are surrendered to the lordship of Jesus Christ in their life as much as they have revelation uh, to understand and walk in that. And so I bless them. I'm not condemning anybody there. But let me just say this for uh, the 400 years of silence where there was no uh, teaching of the Bible, where there was no, uh, they call it the dark ages, uh, that the Catholic Church ruled the planet, the Roman Catholic Church, and the whole concept of that type of Catholicism was to have someone in between you and God, and that was that Catholic priest, and and then that whole hierarchy uh, of of different uh, levels of bishops and, and and so on and so forth, and so uh, so the enemy tries to slink that back into the church and sneak it back into the church. Uh, by causing people to chase after other people instead of pursuing Christ. And so when you find people chasing after a prophet who says they went to heaven ten times today and this is what God had to say, suddenly there's, there's something that's out of balance and out of order from the word of God. Now, Apostle Paul said, follow me as I follow the Lord. Uh, he's talking about the character of Christ. He's talking about the the uh, the training and the equipping and the teaching of God's word that's important, but ultimately every leader in the body of Christ should point you back to Christ, and that's what that's what I'm talking about today. And so God loves to take us like a father and teach us and walk with us and reason together with us so that we learn to live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. Amen? Not from the mouth of somebody else representing the Father all the time. Nothing wrong with listening to teachings. And I think you understand the balance that I'm trying to strike here. Uh, it's important that we don't get out of balance because when we do that, uh, lives can can go off course and and things can happen that uh, end up hurting people. And so come let us reason together with the Lord. When we rely only on what we can see, feel, or touch, faith is turned down in volume and the noise of everything else in the world begins to overpower it. It becomes louder and that's when problems arise. And so one thing the Lord is going to is going to uh, check us out on when he comes back is, will I find faith? Will I find faith? Are you believing me? Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. We must understand that, that, that tension of faith. God wants us to believe what he says and, and believe his promises 
over everything else in the natural. And every time you come to this broadcast, I pray that something supernatural would happen for you to activate your faith on a deeper level. Why? Because it is right to expect God to show up and do exactly and uh, uh, what only God can do. Amen? One of the most powerful statements you can make is this, but God said. God said. You know, I, I was on a plane um, back in November, and we were getting ready to land uh, in Dallas, and uh, we hit such heavy turbulence uh, that the uh, the overhead bins were opening and closing. Uh, they were opening and slamming back shut. I mean, it was heavy turbulence. And uh, I just remained calm uh, because I knew God said some things already. And if God already said some things, you've got a whole lot to hang, hang on for and believe God for. The most powerful statement you can make is, but God said... God said it, and God, if you said it, I don't need to come to you begging. I believe you, and I believe that if you said it, I don't have to beg you for it. God already made the announcement that this is what he wants to happen, and this is what he will do. And so we don't have to come to God begging for him to do what he promised he would do. He'll do it. He's already said. He made his pronouncement. He made his announcement. And when God speaks, it is happening. Amen. God stands outside of time and eternity. And he sees what's about to come. And he sees it coming down the pike. And so when it's coming closer, he begins to tell us what he wants us to do. And what he will do because it's coming. And so if he said it, let me help you with your promise today. If he said it, you're worthy of it. It's coming to you. And so when we come before God, uh, I ask for one thing. (coughs) When I get before the Lord, I ask for one thing. I ask for his presence. I ask for God's presence because if God is present, then enemies cannot come near us. Amen? If God is present, then victory is here. If God is present, then timing can be adjusted by the one who controls all time. He stands outside of it. He can control every bit of it. If God is present, then his his every attribute is present. He is the Redeemer. He is the, the peace. He is the healer. He is the, uh, uh, the, the, the righteous one. He, he, every attribute of God is there. It's like having the president stand next to you. When you're stand, If you were standing next to the president, let me just tell you, proximity is power. And although God cannot be compared to a mere president or a head of a nation, I'm using this as an analogy, <coughs> If you're standing next to the president, there's a certain confidence that you're going to have things uh, uh, taken care of the way they should be. No enemy is going to come near you. Ask what you will of all that he's promised. These are the things that you have the right to ask for. Everything that he's promised, you have the right to ask for them. His prophetic promises are available, (coughs) and he is ready to fulfill it. Can somebody say amen? It's important to know that you have the right uh, uh, that you have the right to believe for your promise. Well, brother Marty, that sounds very arrogant. What about humility? Listen, that is in fact humility, saying to God, "I receive what you said, not just what I'm imagining." I'm not just imagining these things. I receive what you said. And so I come boldly to your throne, and I receive what you promised. Even though I don't even think sometimes I deserve it, I humbly receive it from your heart to mine. And then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The more you say it, the more you believe, God, you can do this. And let me just tell you today, I believe you're going to hear his promises. And it will activate faith within you. 
and you'll begin to see things accelerate in your life. Amen? You know, I want to speak a little bit about movement in the kingdom. I, I referred to it just a minute ago, but movement in the kingdom of God. Remember the children of Israel had to follow the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. <clears throat> God set it up that way on purpose so that they had to have movement in their faith. They had to believe God and follow the cloud by day. They had to follow the pillar of fire by night. And if they were to camp uh, for a time, uh, then they would. The, the pillar of, of fire would stand in one place and they would camp there all night. But if it was the middle of the night and the pillar of fire started to move, they were inconvenienced, but they had to get up and follow that pillar of fire. If the cloud stood still during the day, then they were able to make camp. But if the cloud started to move during the day, whether it made sense to them in the natural or not, uh, they had to follow the cloud. They had to keep up with the movements of God for their lives. Nothing could take place for their lives unless God moved first. Let me say that again. Nothing could take place for their lives unless God moved first. So movement and motion is very important. And being in the right timing, in the right place, is very important. And I pray that the church today recognizes what is God moving and what is not God moving. So, <clears throat> so when the pillar of fire moved, they moved. And if they decided not to move with God... Uh, then they were without God's providence. They were without God's protection. They were without God's covering. They were without God's provision. Are you hearing me? Some of you, God's trying to get you to, to make a move. So today we need a, a spiritual motion detector so we can move when God moves and stand still when God stands still. You know, sometimes God says, stand still and see the salvation of your God. When God wants you to stand still, right? But when God wants you to move, you need to be able to move with God. So many people wonder if they've missed God's timing. You're, you're, you're listening to someone who has, has followed the movement of God for our ministry. So many times, people questioning why are you making so many changes? Why are you making so many moves? We're following God, what God is saying. And listen, I've learned to recognize the voice of God versus the voice of my carnal reasoning. And if I can follow the movement of God, then God's blessing will be upon us. Amen? And many people wonder if they've missed God's timing. If they've missed God's movement. If they've missed their moment of destiny. Listen, maybe you have. If so, then God can, can God do anything about that? Listen, God is the God of redemption. He's the God of redemption. He can absolutely redeem your time. Absolutely give it back to you. He's the God of restoration. Joel prophesied, I'll restore to you the years that the enemy has eaten away from you. So God loves to show you his heart of redemption towards his people. And again, motion is the key. We need to move when God says move. We need to do what God says when God says it. You know, uh, when we were raising our children, if I asked my son to take out the trash, or if Pastor Tracy asked, my son, asked one of our sons to take out the trash, what we're asking is, will you take out the trash right now? <laughs> Isn't that right? <clears throat> Not an hour from now. And so uh, it's important that we understand that when God is ready to move, we need to move with God. God, our Father, wants us to do what he, he wants, instant obedience. Delayed obedience is, is half disobedience. And uh, when the children of Israel moved with God, uh, and they moved when God was moving, they received provision, manna. Manna fell, and, and they received protection. When the pillar of fire 
was was moving if they kept up with the pillar of fire it kept the wild beasts of the field away from them uh you know we're talking about lions we're talking about uh all kinds of wild beasts coming at them but they stayed away from the fire the pillar of fire and so uh it, it is a a living example for us to understand to follow god when god move when god says move if you do that you receive provision you receive protection. You receive the providence of God in your life. David needed movement in order to advance against his enemy. Remember, uh, he became king. And so the, the Philistines came against him. God, David said, God, do I go against him? And God said, yes, go straight at him. <clears throat> this is, I've given you the victory. He did. He defeated the Philistines. They ran off. Those that were left ran away in defeat. Well, just shortly thereafter, they came at him again. <clears throat> and David said, God, do I, do I uh, face these enemies now, or how do we do this? And God said, listen, don't do it the same way. They're expecting you to do it the same way. This is what I want you to do. I want you to circle around and come from behind them, but I don't want you to do it until you hear the movement of, of uh, the uh, wind across the top of the mulberry trees. And uh, it'll sound like the marching of an army over your head. Well, certainly it was the, it was the armies of heaven. It was the angelic hosts uh, fighting with David. God was sending spiritual reinforcements in uh, to defeat uh, David's enemies because David was willing to move when God said move and wait when God said wait. So David needed God's movement in order to advance against his enemies and win. David knew sometimes you just don't run headlong into spiritual warfare unless you know God is in it. Uh, David is the example of a surprise attack. He went out to bring food to his brothers on the battlefield. And when he did that, God picked a fight for him. David didn't go pick that fight. God picked the fight for David. And so David went and defeated Goliath. He didn't go to the battlefield uh, thinking he was going to face a giant and take the giant's head off. God picked that fight. And so both you see both the balance of both sides in David's life. He didn't go out picking fights. Uh, he only fought the battles that God said he could fight. And so, and you and you don't see him. Uh, just running headlong into anything. He waited and listened to the voice of the Lord. <clears throat> Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. I just want to reinforce that. It's so important that we allow God to draw us closer every day. Listen, if you're not spending time uh, with Father God, alone time with him. I mean, disconnect everything. Disconnect from your phone. Disconnect from your TV. Disconnect from, your, uh, uh, from everything around you and take time and let God speak to you. Uh, you know, you're going to have to take time to let your thoughts uh, process through as you're praying and, and believing God and get quiet and let God speak to you. God wants to speak in a way that he can speak like a father and give direction and hope and encouragement. And uh, let me tell you, God's calling his people to a deeper walk with him now. And so it's important that we understand uh, that we don't just do our own thing. We're, we're followers of Christ. Amen? And so once again, uh, spiritual warfare, uh, you just don't run into it. You allow God to lead you. And that's the example of David's life. Remember Jehoshaphat. Uh, God can at times take care of the, warf the warfare part himself. And sometimes he just wants you to lift up your hands in worship and, and create an atmosphere for him to move. And, and obviously that's what happened. Jehoshaphat and the, and the tribe of Judah and most of Jerusalem was with Jehoshaphat. And the enemy surrounded them, and they were about to wipe them out. You find that in Second Chronicles chapter 20. That's where uh, uh, Jehoshaphat said, Believe God and be established. 
believe his prophets and so shall you prosper. They actually were in the right place at the right time. And God was about to show show them his power and all they had to do was let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. And they worshipped and provided an atmosphere for the heavens to open. And then uh, the Lord of hosts, the Bible says the Lord of hosts, brought angels in on the scene and began to defeat every one of those enemies until they defeated themselves. And all, <coughs> all that was left was for them to gather the spoils for three days. The key is to just follow the hand of the Lord, follow the voice of the Lord, and, and believe God. If God prophesied a promise to you, stand and believe it. God's timing is everything, and he is with you, and so movement is key uh, to bringing that to pass. Listen, every person within the sound of my voice has weaknesses and strengths. Every person within the sound of my voice has a dream, has a purpose, has a destiny, and probably several prophetic words about that promise and that destiny. And when you think about it, like parents who are about to welcome their baby into the world, they make a preparation for the birth of that baby. And now those of you that know our ministry, you've heard me talk about this before, but my question to you is this, are you preparing for the birth of your promise? Are you preparing for the birth of your destiny? Are you preparing, maybe not the bigger thing, but are you preparing for your breakthrough? Are you preparing to shift to another level? Are you preparing for a new level of promotion? Preparation is important. Parents who love their baby before it's ever born, they'll make preparation. Uh, They prepare for the birth of their child. They pick out a room. This is going to be the baby's room. They pick out names. You know, if it's a boy or a girl, they've got a name prepared. (coughs) They paint that room uh, appropriately. They change out furniture. Uh, They set up the closet with New folded clothing and diapers have their spot and the and the diaper pail has its spot and and the changing table has its spot and when the baby comes, everything is properly prepared for the baby. And listen, we need to be preparing for our destiny so that when it arrives, we've already made room for it. We've we have a name for it, right? Uh, You know, we talk about awakening, we talk about a great harvest, but what are we doing in preparation for the awakening? What are we doing in preparation for the harvest? Are we preparing the church uh, for non-believers to come in who know nothing, uh, uh, but they're going to be following you and following your example, right? The mother knows when the baby is coming Uh, Because the mother feels movement. And she stirs the faith of her husband by saying, put your hand right here so you can feel the movement too. Listen, God's about to release a movement of his spirit. A move of the spirit of God is about to be birthed. That's called the quickening of the spirit of God. It's all about recognizing his movement And when the baby is born, the love is real, the love is unconditional. Uh, When they're difficult, you correct them, and later you just laugh it off because you know it's not a big deal, Uh, right? Uh, So listen, we need to treat God's promises the same. It's in the womb, ready to be birthed. And let me just say this, if you feel like you've missed it, The gifts and callings of God, the Bible says, are without repentance. God can bring it all to pass. He's not going to, you didn't miss it. He'll redeem the situation. He'll put it all back together. Your giftings, your callings from God are without repentance. 
It's not gonna. It's not gonna turn and go a different way. God is gonna call that from you, Amen. And God knows how to bring it to pass, and He will bring it to pass. And when you birth your promises, uh, listen. You have to understand you're you're birthing little promises along the way, and sometimes you're birthing big things. Uh, but when you birth the promise, once you birth that whatever, the new level. Once you birth the healing. Once you birth the deliverance, once you birth uh, whatever prophetic fulfillment, that's when the real work begins. That When you birth that baby, that's when the real work begins. The vision needs to be fed, it needs to be nurtured, it needs to be protected. Just like a child, your destiny doesn't come out fully mature. Every ministry begins somewhere, right? It begins like a child. That's why scripture declares, despise not the days of small beginnings. I love to hear Bishop Hammond's stories of how when he first started out in ministry. I love it because it's so encouraging to me to hear that he had to believe God with just a few dollars, $50 for the month and he had to go out on the road and, and minister different places, hoping that God would give some kind of an offering to, to send back home to his family uh, so that they could continue to eat and have provision and how God provided. And, you know, despise not the days of small beginnings. Everybody has a small beginning, right? That's how every vision develops. That's how every... Uh, a level develops and when you go to a new level you know i've said this before when you graduated from junior high school in junior high school you were the top of the heap you were the top of the totem pole but when you went into high school suddenly you were the bottom suddenly you were the lowest rung on the ladder now you had been promoted but it was now small beginnings again and so that's the process of walking with God and walking uh, in the fulfillment of vision and, and the fulfillment of destiny. Despise not the days of small beginnings. Elijah, he knew when he saw the cloud the size of a man's hand, the prophetic promise was happening. The abundance of rain was coming forth. Now, I know this may seem simple, but God always starts small and grows from a small seed to a mighty oak tree. Jesus said everything in the kingdom of God can be compared to the seed. Everything in the kingdom of God, everything, every breakthrough, every new level, every new thing that God does with you starts with a small... Listen, I I know so many pastors uh, that went through so many different processes of losing this building and trying to find another building. And they go from one great big thing that looked like it was going to last forever <clears throat> to a, another small beginning. But it, listen, that small beginning is on a whole new level. And, you know, I'm talk, you talk to pastors who are on a smaller level, and they would love to have that small level that that pastor's on. You know, it just, uh, it's just perspective, we need to see things from God's perspective. And God is always moving and, and, and causing movement and shifting and changing. You know, when Elisha was approached by the king of Israel the, and the king of Judah, uh, they said, listen, we're in trouble. Uh, we are on our way to war and uh, we ran out of water and our men are thirsty. We had to go a different route. We ran out of water. Our men are thirsty. <clears throat> the animals are going to die. Uh, the men can die. Uh, we're on our way to go fight a war, uh, but we don't have water. And God's response was uh, to the, the king of Israel and the king of Judah was, listen, you need to prepare for something big to happen. That was what Elisha said to him. Prepare for something big to happen. Let me ask you, are you preparing for something big to happen? Or are you just looking at the natural saying, it looks like it's over. It looks like we're out of water. We got rerouted. There was too much movement. And now here we are in this challenging situation. And it looks like we're going to be taken out. And let me give you the word of the Lord. Prepare for something big to happen. 
I'm prophesying to you tonight. Prepare for big things to happen for you. 2023 is going to be a year of big things happening for you. Psalm 23 says he'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You're going to see that happen this year. God's going to prepare a feasting table for you. And you're going to enjoy the goodness and the blessing and the great provision of God. Big things in the presence of your enemies. And there's nothing that they can do to stop it. Prepare for big things to happen for you. God is ready. The stage is set. Stir up your faith for our big God to do some big things for you. Amen? If you don't prepare now for something big, when it does come down, your ditch will not be deep enough. And it'll spill over, and you'll lose some of what God provided for you. If you're not prepared for it, you'll lose it. So how is your preparation at this moment for what you're expecting from God? Are you preparing? Are you making plans for God to move? I want to challenge your faith today. I want to challenge you to prepare for God to move in your life. You've prayed for other people. You've seen God do great things for other people. How about God do something great for you, something big for you? So Elisha gives them the word of the Lord. Go back into the valley and dig ditches. Don't just dig a few little ditches. Don't just dig a few little holes. Uh, 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 Dig big ditches and dig them deep. And I want everybody to dig a ditch. Let the kids dig ditches. Let the, let the wives dig ditches. Everybody dig ditches. And the bigger the ditch you dig, the more water you will get. Have a great expectation of God moving. Don't look for the wind and the rain. Don't look for the, ne- the, the, the provision to come the way that you always expected it to come. Because it will not come the way that you expect it. It will come from another place altogether. Stop looking for God to do things the way that you already figured out God does things. God can provide blessing for you outside of your job. God can provide blessing for you outside of the people that you know, outside of the rich guy that you know uh, that is generous and that always is a blessing to you. God can do things in a way that you don't yet know. I'm sure that day there were some that had more water than other people. And some asked, well, why didn't they get, why did they get more than we did? Maybe they prepared more for God to move. Maybe they dug their ditch a little bit deeper. Maybe they dug more deep ditches than somebody else, right? Maybe they were filled with faith and they just kept digging and they kept preparing and they, their faith uh, grew and they kept believing God for more. Listen, God's not turning his, his face away from you when you're preparing in faith. I want to encourage you to be filled with the with faith today and what God can do for you, what God promised you. Listen, it it may look like you're in a valley and you're out of water and it's, it's bad circumstances happen. God is going to redeem your time. He's going to bless you and he's going to cause you to see his goodness in the land of the living. Ask yourself, am I prepared for massive blessings that God is going to bring to me? Are you prepared for it? So preparation was and always is important. So why am I saying all of this? Because I believe we are standing on the place of breakthrough today. A new birthing, a new beginning. God is about to break you out of old cycles and give you some new things to begin to happen in your life. God is going to move with his people and bring forth great things, new beginnings. If I were you, I would just declare, I receive my new beginning. Amen? I want to continue this teaching next week on Speak Life. I'm I'm basically out of time. But I want to continue this teaching next week because I've got so much more. And it's a prophetic teaching for right now. I believe God is saying all of this to you right now. This is the word of the Lord. 
Stir up the gift of God that is within you. Believe for the promises of God to come to pass for your life. It's not too late. You haven't gone too far. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. Those proceeding prophetic encouragements from the Father (coughs) are what's going to strengthen you right now. It's going to provide for you. It's going to cause you to have movement. It's going to cause you to experience new life. Our next prophetic workshop, I'm going to wrap this up, but you need to have this foundation established that God is ready to do something big for you. He's ready, and he wants to find faith. He wants to find your faith expecting him. He wants you to believe him again. Stir up your faith. Stir up your faith. Believe God, because I believe you're going to give birth to some great things this year, and God wants you to have a great expectation. Dig a deep ditch. Amen. Dig many deep ditches and watch God fill it. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, it says, as it is written. Listen, in other words, I've been declaring this to you. I has not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men the things which God has prepared for those who love him. And then it goes on to say, but God reveals them to us through his spirit. For his spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Let me tell you, the deep things, the deep ditch. God wants to encourage you to dig deep. Deep is calling unto deep today. God wants you to believe him for big, big, big things. Maybe you've had a bad diagnosis. Big healing. Maybe you've lost much. Big restoration. Maybe you've been on hold for uh, and waiting for a long time. Big breakthroughs. Amen? Right before the birthing is a great transition. That's when things seem, seem chaotic and out of order. We're in a transition, and we are transitioning right now. But as we transition, trust the great physician to bring birth to birth what he's been developing within your spirit. Amen. That's his promise. That's his destiny. That's his his alignment for this new time. It's going to happen. I just want to pray, Father, I pray for your people today. Your word says, "Thanks be to God who always 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 causes us to triumph." And as your warriors tonight, Father, we are ready and we are empowered for victory. Your power makes us strong. You have empowered us for victory. We have a great expectation of great rewards from you, our great Father. And we are preparing for your promises to come to pass. Jesus, you defeated every enemy. When you died upon the cross and you rose again on the third day, you defeated every foe. And we will continue to stand and see the salvation of our God for us personally, for our family, for our community, for our nation. Because we know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. And we decree as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will fight the good fight of faith today. We will stand on your promises. And as we're standing on your promises, we are crushing the devil underneath of our feet. Father, we are strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. And in Jesus' name, we've been given all power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt or harm us. We are pressing towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And part of that pressing is birthing prophetic promises and fulfilling our destiny. And we will continue to prepare for great breakthroughs and supernatural provisions, and we're going to dig deep. 
We're going to dig deep, Father, with an expectation of supernatural, overflowing provision. Our barns will, will be filled with plenty and our vats will overflow with the new wine blessing of the Lord. And you shall supply for all of our needs, Father, according to your riches in glory. So, Lord, as David decreed it, we decree it today. Send now prosperity. Jesus, you are the Savior. Save, deliver, and heal. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Get ready for God to take you higher. Amen. Get ready for God to break you out of this this, uh, level that you've been stuck at long enough. Amen. It's time for the new. Amen. Amen. I'm so excited for you, and I'm excited to see uh, so many come to this new level. I want to thank everybody who stands with us and continues to stand with us in support of this ministry. If you desire to give an offering or donation to support the work here, I just first want to thank you for having a heart to, to bless and watch how God blesses you. And you can give your offering in many different ways. Probably the easiest way is to text give. And you can text any amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. And that's the easiest way to give. If you want to do that, you can do that right now. And and uh, I thank you so much for standing with us. I know many of you have been moved in your spirit by this prophetic ministry, and you honor God by supporting it. And listen, I want to be here to encourage you. Uh, it costs money to be here, and I'm not going to uh, get into all of that. But listen, God blesses us, and God has continued to provide for this. And so thank you for those of you that continue to support this house. If you're watching on social media and you want to sow a seed, you can click on the link in the comments section there and give that way. Some people prefer to mail in your offering. You can mail it in by uh, sending it to LifePoint Church. Remember, LifePoint has an E on the end of it. LifePoint Church, P.O. Box 1822. That's P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. 37077. If you prefer, <coughs> you can go to our website, again, lifepointchurch.cc, uh, and click on the giving link at the top or at the bottom of the page. And as I said earlier, earlier, please share your prayer requests with us. I really want to pray with you. I want to pray in agreement with you. And I believe that I have faith for your miracle to come to pass. I believe prophets have an anointing for prayer. And I believe prophets have an anointing for supernatural debt elimination. God can cause your little jar of oil to continue to pour until all your containers are filled to the full, just like Elijah did for the widow woman, canceling all of her debt and blessing her with a continual overflow from that point forward. Amen. I want to invite you again to come worship with us this Sunday at 4 p.m., Listen, you've got to come to church. So many people have quit going to church. Uh, The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. David said, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. There's something that happens when the people of God come together. One puts a thousand to flight. Two puts 10,000 to flight. Please don't let the enemy stop you. You've got so many hours during the week that you can do all kinds of things, uh, uh, but don't rob God of a couple hours on Sunday. Let God have that special time. Consecrate that to him. And so I want to invite you this Sunday at 4 p.m., LifePoint Church. We meet at 403 Walton Ferry Road in Hendersonville. 403 Walton Ferry Road in Hendersonville at 4 o'clock on Sunday. It's going to be a powerful time. Listen, God is moving with strong worship and praise that opens the heavens. Every service, I'm blown away at how God opens the heavens and causes uh, heaven to invade that space. People's lives are changed. Powerful prophetic words are released. Uh, Strong prophetic teaching Anointed Children's Ministry. 
I mean, bring somebody who really needs a word from the Lord. If they need a miracle, if they need healing, bring them. God is moving in a powerful way at LifePoint Church. Again, that's this Sunday, 4 p.m., 403 Walton Ferry Road in Hendersonville. You don't want to miss it. Please, I want to see you there. Come join us. Let's let's enjoy the presence of the Lord together. Amen. I also want to extend a great big thank you to Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is the my pillow guy. He continues to be a blessing to this ministry. He has he has continued to bless this house, and he's made available to to this audience some great products on his two websites, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. Both of those websites, you'll find more products than you even know that he sells. <clears throat> He's got the new MyPillow 2.0. Uh, you got to check it out. Uh, if you'll use the promo code Marty, my first name, Marty, M-A-R-T-Y, you'll receive a deep discount on all that you purchase. Right now, when you buy a, a, the MyPillow 2.0, you get two for the price of one just by using the promo code MARTY. If you prefer to call in your order, you can call in the dedicated number for this audience only. It's 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. And remember, use the promo code MARTY uh, and you'll receive the deep discount, but also uh, part of what what he receives, he pours back into the ministry. So it's a great opportunity <coughs> to support Speak Life, get some incredible products uh, that are made right here in the USA, and be a blessing uh, to Speak Life and to Mike Lindell and all that he's doing for our freedoms right here in America the Beautiful. I want to remind you that you can also watch the watch the show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. And we're looking at more platforms, as many more platforms as we can to get it out there. Uh, and so please help us by telling others to tune in. That's Friday nights, 7 p.m. Central, every week. We're going to be right here, tomorrow's news today. Amen. If you like podcasts, please check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, on Charisma Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please take a moment when you go to your podcast provider and give us a five-star review. It really helps us uh, to know you're, you're watching, and it helps us to, uh, uh, to remain on the platforms. Remember to follow us on social media on uh, Facebook, on YouTube, on Truth, on Getter, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Frank Social, on Parler, on Telegram, all the social media platforms. I don't have them all in front of me, but just look for at Marty Layton. That's my name, Marty Layton, at Marty Layton. Follow, subscribe, ring the bell, do whatever the platform asks for you to be alerted every time uh, we have something new or something exciting that we're doing. But thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. And remember, Proverbs 18.21 declares, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so I encourage you always speak life. We'll see you all next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.